Governor, just to follow up actually on what Bernadette was talking about with nursing homes, why not have an independent review of what went on in these nursing homes? Just would, would there be any harm in doing something like that? No, you can do a lot of uh, reviews and investigations, but you need facts first. You look at the facts in that report, it's not even close. There's no factual basis. The timelines don't even work. Governor Andrew Cuomo says on Friday during a press conference that his internal investigation is enough and that he's got his answers. But some lawmakers are still not satisfied, including Senate Minority Leader Robert Ort of the Republican Party. He's back in Albany and speaks to the unfolding nursing home crisis that's occurring right here in New York State, exclusively on FingerLakes1.com. I'm Gabriel Petrazio, Finger Lakes One News, and this is The Daily Debrief. And on this edition, Ort opens up about the issues around nursing homes ahead of the August public hearings on the subject. Although Ort is now in Albany with other lawmakers, the underlying issues and possible solutions surrounding nursing home oversight simply stretches past the state's capital, becoming a statewide problem to be addressed. Aside from Albany, I would look at this as really, this is a New York statewide issue, right? Obviously it's unique because we're not, we haven't really been in Albany like we normally would be, you know, uh, where you're, you have this block of the year where you're sort of in Albany and you almost feel like you live there more than you live in your, where you live in your district. Because of the pandemic, we've been sort of scattered, you know, back into our districts and we've had to sort of deal with these issues remotely on Zoom calls like this with our conference, uh, on conference calls. Obviously, we've made different trips back to Albany to pass certain legislation. But I think the key there is that through this entire pandemic, and and this is, this issue has now been an issue for months. It's been covered in the media across the state. We know there's over 6,000 deaths that have resulted in nursing homes during this pandemic in New York State alone. And yet nothing in Albany has been done by the majority uh, uh, Democrats, either on the Senate or the Assembly. Now, I say that because what we should be doing is trying to get answers as to what happened and not just not to just assign blame or responsibility, but to make sure that we're not doing those things going forward, that we're identifying the the issues in nursing homes or the issues in the state's response with this population during the pandemic. Because what we also know is that other states with significant senior populations did not see the same percentage of deaths or even number of deaths within that population that we saw. And we know from the beginning, we knew from the beginning, the one thing that has not never changed is that the most vulnerable folks to COVID-19, as far as mortality, were elderly, with underlying health condition. That has never changed. I I knew that before I knew anything else about this virus. And who's in a nursing home? Older folks with underlying health conditions, right? So there was an executive order from the governor on March 25th that said, basically mandated that COVID positive patients be admitted to nursing facilities, nursing homes. We know that since then, number of deaths in New York, over 6,000, and the legislature has done no hearings. Legislature has provided no oversight, and only after months of national coverage, not just local coverage, but national coverage, and only after the governor issued sort of his own mea culpa or his own report, which blamed everyone else. I mean, it, it said that there, there was responsibility maybe on the families, maybe they brought it in, maybe the staff brought it in. 
I think for the, a lot of the families out there who have not been able to visit their loved one, the idea that that the governor would would put blame, however minor, on them while taking no responsibility at the state level or for the issue for the executive order that his administration issued, I think is very insulting. Should be insulting to all New Yorkers. So you know, and, as we go forward, and keep in mind, just last week, I think, or maybe just recently, the Assembly Democrats voted down in committee two bills, which I sponsor in the Senate, another, uh, Assemblyman Hawley. Uh, sponsors them in, in the assembly. These bills were introduced two years ago, and they deal with inspections of nursing homes, and they deal with preventing individuals who want to purchase nursing homes if they already own nursing homes in New York and they've had a record of violations with existing facilities. They would have to have a clean record for two years before they can purchase more nursing home facilities. We introduced those in 2018 because, as you may be aware, and a lot of folks are aware, there were other issues that surrounded nursing homes in New York predating COVID-19, right? Like so many other things has exposed problems with our nursing homes in some cases, not created them. And the state should have been aware of this, and the, gu- and, and the state should have been doing something to try to address that before COVID-19, when it would be far easier to do this. So knowing all those issues, and yet nothing has been acted on on those bills. In fact, we haven't even yet had a hearing. As you mentioned, we're about to have a hearing, and we'll see sort of what comes of that. But this is an issue that I'm very passionate about. A lot of folks are. I have a number of facilities in my own district. We have tried to address this issue for the past two years or more, and there has been no action. And I, I'm, I'm suspect, I'm hopeful, but I'm suspect about what those hearings will provide or will they produce. But we'll see. The issue of oversight strikes a personal chord with Ort, and New York State Commissioner of Health Howard Zucker's recent report is not really considered oversight in his own opinion. As you said, you know, you brought up Howard Zucker's, the Commissioner of Health's, his report that came out regarding the executive order from March 25th, which basically dismissed the claim that the executive order did have any impact, if at all, on the deaths related to nursing homes. With that being said, that's a form of oversight. You think, obviously, that that's not enough at this point, correct? Yeah. So first of all, I I would never classify that report as oversight. Oversight has to be done by somebody who's independent of the executive, right? You, You know, the executive doesn't provide oversight of itself. If we're in that position, we're in big trouble. Uh, and I think a lot of New Yorkers can understand that, right? The One of the roles of the legislature, whether it's a state level or the federal level, is to provide independent oversight of whoever the governor is and oversight over those decisions. You see this certainly in Washington, D.C. all the time. And I've been a critic of this since I got to the legislature. We have, I think the New York State Legislature as a whole has really abdicated that responsibility uh, for many years now. And, and the, the Senate Democrats have the ability, they can compel the commissioner uh, of health to appear. They could actually even compel the governor to appear, but they certainly can compel members of his administration to come to the hearing and to testify about not only the decisions they made, but now they can you know, ask questions about this report. And, 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 and you know, because I just don't think anyone truly believes that Commissioner Zucker, who works for the governor, is an independent oversight, you know, or can provide independent oversight of that executive order. To me, his job was to provide cover for the governor and to provide deflection and obfuscation. That, that's just how it looks to me. Now, maybe some staff did bring it in. Maybe some families, before they were told they couldn't visit their loved ones, maybe they brought it in. I mean, that's plausible. 
But if that's true, isn't it plausible that the, the COVID-19 positive patients that were admitted to those nursing facilities as a result of the governor's executive order, isn't it also plausible that that could be a contributing factor? That the idea that that was like, well, that's not a, a, a factor at all. We're going to blame the families and the hardworking staff members who work there. I just felt that was really, really uh, a, a tough pill to swallow for the families and for the staff who have worked, you know, um, at these facilities or for the families who have not been able to visit their loved ones during the, the, this pandemic. Zucker's report essentially crystallizes Fort's need to call upon more oversight and investigations into these facilities, not only as a political exercise, but as an accountability measure, especially amid the COVID-19 pandemic. The report almost crystallized, in my view, the need for some type of independent oversight from the state legislature. And even, you know, it seems like more and more that the federal government may be looking at some type of independent oversight or investigation uh, from CMS, you know, from the congressional level and from the CMS uh, level uh, as to what happened here, why it happened. And, and how, again, how we can be prepared to fix it going forward. It, this isn't just a political exercise to say, well, this person screwed up. This is about understanding where we got it wrong, making sure that families and New Yorkers know, and staffers and people that own nursing home facilities, and to make sure that we have the right policy going forward. Because I think we can all appreciate the fact that I think we're going to be dealing with COVID-19 for the foreseeable future. And so we have to know what we did, what worked, what didn't work and how we fix that going forward. Looking back now, Ort firmly believes that the Department of Health is definitely at blame for sending COVID-19 positive patients to ill-equipped nursing homes. Recently, the Ombudsman program just announced a million-dollar allocation to improve their services, and Ort also believes that they shouldn't be at fault when it's the DOH's decision to send patients to those nursing homes, especially the ones with the horrific track records consisting of several deficiencies each year, like Ontario Center and Elm Manor in Canandaigua, as a part of FingerLakesOne.com's ongoing investigation. But still, even with our reporting, Ort sees the difficulty in deciphering between good and bad actors in this industry. And let's be honest, DOH did know. That's the whole point. You said DOH may not be aware. I, I, would, I would say bull. They do know. They're the ones doing the inspections. So just because they write up the report and come up with some plan that where they don't cite it, the idea that they don't know about it is baloney. To use a favorite term of the governor, that's baloney. I mean, they know about this. And that's the whole point is they, they sent patients to facilities that in some cases they knew were ill-equipped to handle patients who were you know sick or positive with COVID-19. Because to your point, we have numerous examples and numerous stories of facilities that couldn't even handle the patients they had that weren't you know sick with, with, with a communicable disease like COVID-19, right? Um, and so you would have to believe that they couldn't handle and they didn't have the internal practices or the staffing levels or any of that to begin with. Well, they certainly, it's almost a death sentence to send someone with COVID-19 into those facilities. And the DOA, two things can be true, by the way, at one time. There obviously is culpability on some of these facilities, but that doesn't, that doesn't absolve the state because the state is the one with the teeth. The ombudsman program is supposed to be sort of the facilitator or sort of the obviously looking out for the for the residents, but they're they're not supposed to be the enforcement arm. The enforcement arm is Department of Health. That's why you have a Department of Health. You know, no one is no one has ever been scared of the um, 
ombudsman. And that's and, and there's a reason for that. The ombudsman's not supposed to be, you know, these are people who volunteer. They're going in there to, you know, of their own time. Uh, we don't want to make them have to be the heavy. The Department of Health has staff. They have people who get paid, in some cases, lots of money to go and enforce and make sure that those residents are being protected. And quite frankly, just make sure that we know the good actors from the bad actors. And I say that because there are a number of, of facilities in New York that are doing the right thing, that are you know operating within the, the, the framework and the guidelines. So you know, I think we have to be careful too, not to, I've heard from a, a number of nursing home uh, operators, ownership groups that have said, look it, we don't want to get swept up in this broad brush approach. And right now, that's what's happening because you don't know. No one really knows the, the good actors from the bad actors. Everyone just hears nursing home, nursing home deaths. And the assumption is, well, they must all be bad or all be screwed up. And, and that's, we know that's not the case. And the solution is simple, more unscheduled inspections, which is a part of holding individuals and institutions accountable, something that has been lacking in the state legislature, according to Ort. You have to have unscheduled inspections that occur off the usual business hours. Because when do a lot of the families visit? They visit at night. They visit on the weekend. And when I talk to families, when I from their visits, I hear horror stories, much like you sort of outlined in some of these facilities. And I think when, when, when you know the inspectors are coming, you know, it's sort of like when you're having a party at your house, what do you do beforehand? Clean up, right? You make your house look like it doesn't normally look on a day-to-day -day situation because you want to present your best, you know, the best version of your home. But we, as in the, the Department of Health in New York State, we need to know what the conditions are day in and day out. We need to know that the staffing levels are, are, are being met for the residents of that facility day in and day out. And, and if they are, great. And if, and, and if there are small things that need to be changed, that's fine too. I'm not looking to, to shut down every nursing home facility. You probably couldn't, right? You couldn't do that because you need places for these folks to be. The goal should be to make sure that these facilities are safe, to make sure that the residents in them are being taken care of and are being treated safely and, and in accordance with state guidelines, and to make sure that if it's not happening, that both staff and management know how to fix it. And that families have the confidence that if something, you know, it's all, I always say it's whether it's you and me on the street, we all want to know that if something is not happening, or if there's a bad actor, that there's some type of, of system that catches that person or that holds that person accountable. This all comes back to accountability. And I think that's one of the things to go back to the administration's response and the lack of, of oversight by the legislature and by Senate Democrats, I think, is that there, there is no accountability right now. Nobody, nobody's accountable for what's occurred, right? I mean, we, we have not held anybody accountable. We just want to blame it on the virus and blame it on, you know, God or blame it on, you know, sort of uh, uh, the staff or the loved ones. We want to blame it on everybody except us. And that's not leadership. That is not leadership whatsoever. No one believes that. And so I think what New Yorkers want to see is they want to see accountability from their elected leaders to not only provide oversight, but to identify where things went wrong. And I think going forward, there's a number of bills. Like I said, I can point to my, my pieces of legislation that were introduced in 2018 that have never passed the Senate and were actually voted down in committee in the Assembly just recently. So for those who say, well, they care about this and they want to fix it, 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 it doesn't look like it to me at this point. Under more scrutiny, or also sees the ongoing problem about the mismatching of COVID-19 reporting from the local counties and even from inside nursing homes. 
I'm familiar with that issue, and it has been raised to me by uh, in Niagara County, certainly, uh, which is my largest county that I represent. I also have Orleans and a little bit of Monroe, um, but I, I haven't heard it is specific to nursing homes, meaning I've heard it in a sort of a writ large way that the counties, their data is not always meshing with the state's data, and they have not been able to get an answer from the state as to where their data comes from, right? Like, how how do you get to these figures? The state has not been forthcoming in sharing sort of the, the, the genesis of the data, right? I can tell you anything. I'd say, well, this is these are our numbers. And you would say, well, okay, well, where'd you get those numbers? Or what is that based on? If I don't tell you, those numbers don't necessarily mean a whole lot, or they can be skewed, right? They can be, and, and we know that early on, the governor even said there were cases where it was an assumption that it was COVID-19, meaning if they had tested positive and they died, even if they had 10 other things going on, the assumption was it was COVID-19 that was the cause of death. So you do wonder in a large context, how many of those were really COVID-19 or, you know, in some cases, and, and I think that goes to your point that in some cases uh, in different counties, how many of the deaths reported were limited to nursing homes in truth? Because in some cases you had counties and businesses that were closed, maybe exclusively because of deaths in nursing homes. And and that would seem odd, right? Because obviously those people in nursing homes were not going to be going into the stores. They were not going to be going back to the employers that were closed. You know what I mean? So you were, you were keeping regions of the state closed based on numbers that were being driven by a very specific population that were also not amongst the, the total population. So uh, those are, those are, again, those are all things that we have continued to try to flesh out and get answers from the state has not always been, the governor has not always been forthcoming with where the data comes from. Well, several colleagues have pushed for uh, independent bipartisan commissions. Senator Pam Helming has also, who represents our, part of our district here in the region. I was wondering if you would talk about what are the chances of getting an independent bipartisan commission passed to you know, inspect and investigate nursing home deaths for New Yorkers. Do you support this, this type of act that's not just from her, but from others? Well, yeah, I, I certainly would support an independent bipartisan uh, commission. You already have the ability. So all these committees, the health committee, the investigations committee, there's Republicans and Democrats on those committees, right? Like you already have, I think so. very often we try to like reinvent the wheel um, in government. We already have the mechanism to do this. So all of those committees, Senate and health committee, the, the um, investigations committee, they're bipartisan. Now there's more Democrats than Republicans, because there's always more members of the majority than the minority. But you have both parties represented on those committees. They just haven't done their job. The majority and the chair, the chairpersons of those committees have not done their job. So that's why you have Senator Helming and Senator Tedisco calling for a commission, because it's like, well, if you're not going to do your job, then I guess we'll have to create a new body that might. But um, as far as my hope, I mean, look at it. If they're not willing to have hearings or haven't been willing to have hearings up to this point, I'm not holding out a lot of hope that they're going to create a, 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 an independent commission to do their job for them. So we'll see. But um, uh, but some kind of oversight is long overdue. It hasn't happened. And that's a real failure of, of both the Senate Democrats, Senate Assembly, or the Assembly Democrats, but it's just a failure. It reflects poorly on the legislature that we have not been able to hold the governor accountable. We have not been able to provide oversight and have had provided no answers to the families who have lost loved ones. In fact, we now have a report that has blamed them. And so that's, that's the true shame of this whole thing. 
per ort, the leash has been lengthened in the early days of the pandemic. But now as New York State is reopening, he believes it's now the time to learn and to take action, which rests only in the hands of his fellow lawmakers in Albany. I think a lot of people gave the state, the governor, whoever, a lot of leash early on because none of us knew what we were dealing with. But I think the expectation today is different and should be. We should be learning and we should be able to make better decisions and more deliberative decisions as we go forward, right? Otherwise, otherwise, the past five months of being closed, of economic hardship, of, of public health, of people dying, all of that has to be for something, right? If we don't learn from all of that, then it's like it, it's like it was all for nothing. And that would be a real shame for both New Yorkers and for, for Americans. So that, again, is why we have to be honest, we have to be transparent, we have to be held accountable, and we have to let the uh, New Yorkers know what went wrong and, and you know how we got to go forward. But we also have to be honest with them about what their responsibility is too, right? Like just because you can go see your loved one in the nursing home doesn't mean you just go in you know, the way you did in February. Just because you can go back to work doesn't mean you go back to work the way you did in January. At the end of the day, if none of us are going to take ownership, then we're all just going to live in our houses, do Zoom calls and watch our businesses go out of business and schools won't reopen. I mean, really, that, that's the only alternative. If we're all about individual responsibility, which I am, then we have to take individual responsibility to go out, be safe, and, and make the right decisions. So not only do our elected leaders have to make the right calls, but we as citizens have to make the right calls. And that's how we're going to get this thing under control going forward. Look at the media on this has been great. I mean, whether it's in Western New York, your Finger Lakes area, all the capital region, downstate, this has been an issue the media has focused on. I think rightfully so, just because of the volume of deaths and 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 the lack of answers. And so I, I think, you know, the, the governor had that order on March 25th that order was removed from the website. You know, why would you remove that? Why would you remove that if, if you stood by the order? Clearly, they don't stand by the order. But again, this, this, is, a, uh, this is why we need three branches of government operating, because the, the legislative is to provide the oversight, and that hasn't happened. And again, there's bills to provide better oversight on nursing homes that have been around for two years or more, predating covid with no action. And so there's a, there's any number of ways that the majorities in both the, and the Democrats and the Senate and the Assembly can take action on this, just up to them whether they want to do it or not. I'm Gabriel Petrazio, Finger Lakes One News. That's all for today. The Daily Debrief is our show about the stories that shape life as we know it. New episodes are published Monday through Friday on FingerLakesOne.com. It's hosted by me, Gabriel Petrazio, and Josh Durso. You can find the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and several other platforms. Visit fingerlakes1.com forward slash daily to see the links to all previous programs. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.